Joining us now is a publishing executive, a politician, a podcast host, and an author and editor-in-chief of Forbes magazine. He has a new book out, folks, and I can't wait to read it. It's called Inflation what it is, why it's bad, and how to fix it. And I'll tell you, if anyone is trying to understand what's going on in the country right now, this sounds like the absolute primer that we need right now. So please join me in welcoming Steve Forbes to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. All right, Steve, just another, I want I want to mention a couple more things before we get into this. I mean, you are the expert when it comes to the economy. Uh, you know, your your newest podcast that you have, What's Ahead, uh, you you have some of the world's top newspaper newsmakers and politicians in business and economics. And, you know, your signature views on the intersection of society, economics and policy are certainly uh, noteworthy. And uh, you did a, uh, a highly acclaimed public uh, television documentary in Money We Trust with a question mark at the end. So uh, you know of what you speak, Steve. So welcome. Let let me ask you first, what is inflation? Why is it that we are now experiencing the highest inflation in 40 years? Uh, at, is it 9% now, 9.1%? That's, uh, that's the number that uh, just came out. And uh, that's why just about a year ago we decided, uh, and two other authors decided to do the book do it in a jargon-free, reader-friendly way to explain this phenomenon that has got people obviously very upset, busting family budgets, and people wonder what in the world is going on. So we thought this book would enable people to get their minds around it and better understand what's happening and what we can do about it. Okay, great. All right, so people say, Steve Forbes, that inflation is nothing more than a tax on on the middle class the lower class uh economically in our society and what i'm reading is that people are now suffering talk to me about how it hits the average family well what it's done in terms of both a few food and fuel uh, where people see it every day when they go fill up or go to the grocery store is that it's hitting a typical family four to five thousand dollars a year right now that'll come down a little bit but that's uh that that's a big hit and then with the federal reserve our central bank raised interest rates, what that's done is raise mortgage rates. Most people, as you know, have uh, adjustable mortgage rates, and those are going to be going up when those adjustments are made uh, as they come uh, due later this year. So uh, families are being hit. And the thing to understand is there are two kinds of inflation. One is what you might call non-monetary inflation. That is things that happen like you have a drought or you have a storm or you have the shutdowns that we had uh, two years ago that vastly disrupt things, raises prices. And normally, those kind, that kind of inflation, you if you leave the economy alone, you come out of it. But unfortunately, we have a government in Washington right now that is uh, putting in policies to hurt that readjustment, to uh, uh, hurt the supply. You know, if the prices are going up, what you want to do is have uh, producers producing more, because if mm-hmm. you produce more, then the price is going to go down. Instead, we have Washington waging war against uh, the uh, fossil fuel industry, oil and gas. So we have the president going to Saudi Arabia and uh, asking him to produce more. Why isn't he going to Louisiana, Texas, North Dakota, and uh, getting more oil and gas from the U.S., which is there, which is regulations are blocked? 
they've also put regulatory obstacles, burdens, especially on smaller businesses, uh, $200 billion worth last year. So it's a doctor who, instead of uh, curing the patient, is making the patient worse. You then know- you have, Gene, the, uh, the, the, the money kind, which is basically you reduce the value of the dollar by creating too many of them. And that's what the Federal Reserve or Central Bank has been doing. Okay, so when the Democrats came in and they passed the one point nine trillion dollar so-called rescue passage with the Democrats in the House, the Senate and the Oval, not one Republican vote. Larry Summers, a Democrat, came out or at least, you know, someone who had worked with uh, Clinton and Obama, uh, a well-noted economist, said this will create record inflation. And it has I mean, Steve, we're not talking about something that people don't understand. And yet Joe Biden and, you know, I don't want to make this a political segment. What I want to do is try to understand how we get out of this mess. But but he just keeps saying now he's talking about a bill back better, uh, another version of it to put more money into the economy, which will make the inflation worse. Well, that's right. And uh, Larry Summers was right a year and a half ago when he sounded those warnings. Other Democrats did as well. And uh, the administration chose to ignore people who had had experience and warn what they were doing. And so uh, uh, the Biden administration also wants to raise taxes. That's the worst thing you do when you have a troubled economy, an economy that's slowing down. So in terms of uh, what they should do, it's very clear. Let's start producing oil and gas. Let's start making it possible for Uh, businesses to produce more so we get those prices down and the federal reserve uh, stop mucking around with interest rates stop uh, playing around with the dollar and uh, have a stable dollar and we've been doing this on and off for 50 years when we went off the gold standard back in the early 1970s before most people were even born Mm -hmm. and that slowed over time the growth of the economy you know if we i'll just give you one statistic sure which will shock you Mm-hmm. When we had a stable dollar, gold base, which we did for 200 years, the average growth of the American economy, and I hate to throw out a number, but it's important, was after World War II, 4.2%. When we started to make the dollar a uh, plaything of politicians and central bankers in the mm-hmm. early 70s, mm-hmm. went down to 27 in 50 years. Now, I mean, that may not sound like much, but you compound that over time. It's been devastating. Give you one other number. Household Median household incomes today are $67,000. If we'd maintained our 200-year average of growth, this country, that household income today would be 100 to 110,000. So imagine how much better off we'd be today. Typical Americans had a stable dollar and 30 to 40 thousand dollars of extra income. That is what happens over time when you let the politicians play with the dollar. And, you know, Steve Forbes, I mean, you know of what you speak here. And, you know, that, that it's really depressing. And the number that you quoted, uh, uh, you know, uh, average Americans paying four or five thousand more a year for this inflation that is being caused by putting too many dollars into the economy. And, you know, you can't help but intersect that, as you did, with gas and oil. And, you know, the idea of going to the Middle East, Steve Forbes, on bended knees to Saudi Arabia that you called a pariah, uh, it, 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 to ask them to drill for oil when we can do it in the United States. I mean, we're sitting on, you know, billions of barrels of uh, uh, billions of uh, barrels of oil in, in Midland, Texas. 
Uh, it, it is anti-American. And you know, when they say, Steve, tell me if I'm wrong, Steve Forbes, that it's all about the green energy transition. Look, it, it, we import dirty oil with the oil rigs as opposed to pipelines from, you know, the Middle East. What is what is the point? I mean, the, the oil is dirty over there. At least the oil we make here is clean. And they talk about clean air. Well, we all breathe the same air. We're breathing in the dirty air from, you know, these countries that are that are not involved in, in any kind of energy efficiency. Well, that's right. And you have uh, China now, as we speak, building 50 different uh, new coal-powered plants, India doing the same thing. And you talk about uh, the Texas, the Permian Basin there. This mm-hmm. administration is proposing regulations uh, that is going to cut production. I don't think the rule is going to go through because the outcry is going to be too great. Cut that production almost in half. What are we doing? And why is Saudi oil more sacred than American oil? Well, that's the question. That, that is that is exactly the question. And yet what we've got is a president. Uh, and, you know, it, it, the, the truth is that Joe Biden, I don't believe, is running things. I, I just can't imagine that he that he's capable at this point. But aren't there enough people in America to kind of knock some sense into these people. What is it about Saudi oil or what is it about shutting down American entrepreneurs and, you know, American energy independence? How does that benefit us? It doesn't. And uh, this is why I think uh, you're going to see changes in the election. A lot of independents are upset. A lot of Democrats are upset. They want to change, of course. And in terms of uh, alternative energies, it's gonna that 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 uh, that that stuff costs more than uh, fossil fuels, and even the Europeans, which are very green-minded, say natural gas is a clean fuel. It is good for uh, the environment, uh, unlike coal. And so, why are we uh, must, mucking around with our production of uh, natural gas? And uh, I hate to mention the two words, nuclear power. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty clean too. That doesn't have any carbon impact. So in terms of uh, if they're serious about the fuels, go with what works. We have natural gas, and uh, and yet they're doing their best to uh, hurt the production of it and makes it more expensive. I'll give you one other number. I know this will be controversial, but in the last 20 years, governments have spent around the world $5 trillion on solar panels and on windmills, $5 trillion. What you've got for that is the amount of energy that is produced by fossil fuels worldwide has gone from 86% of energy in the world from fossil fuels down to 84. 2% <laughs> for $5 trillion. Imagine that is amazing. Use that $5 trillion for clean water, better products, new medicines, new medical devices, how much better off we'd all be. So there's a lot of colossal waste and failure out there. It's got to be exposed, and I hope it is when we get a new regime in Washington. Well, you know, the amazing part of it is, you know, sometimes when you hear politicians talk about what a great job they're doing, you know, Americans just kind of go about their day. But right now, Americans are feeling it. And that's why I agree with you, Steve Forbes, that there, there's no question that Americans are hurting. Everyone is hurting. Inflation is a tax. Uh, you know, the price of gas is, is, is through the roof. And the idea of uh, basically crushing the American spirit, the American entrepreneurism and American uh, uh, oil, 
uh, to go to a foreign country and beg them for their oil is, uh, it is to me, it's anti-American. It's anti-capitalism. I mean, we are capitalists. And I think that this is what's going to cause the people to say enough. And now the idea of taxing businesses, small businesses in America, I mean, how is that going to help anything? Biden's coming up with that idea. Does, 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 the, does the exact opposite. One of the great strengths of this country is our ability to create small businesses, which often become tomorrow's big businesses, that kind of vitality. And then uh, I have to mention again our friends at the Federal Reserve. I put quotation marks around friends. <laughs> they, believe you, they believe you get rid of inflation by slowing the economy down, creating more unemployment. You know, 200 years ago when patients got sick, doctors used to bleed them. Yes. That's what the Federal Reserve is doing now. Of course, bleeding got rid of the pain and suffering because it got rid of the patient. The Federal Reserve wants <laughs> the Federal Reserve wants to slow the American economy down, crush demand, and uh, that's not the way you cure inflation. You do it by producing more, having a stable dollar, which we've done in the past. This is no new stuff we're proposing. We've known what's worked in the past, and so uh, we have economic malpractice on an epic scale. Well, you certainly put it well. And the, the idea that, uh, that after spinning us into inflation, that they're even discussing raising taxes on small businesses. And then, Steve Forbes, the idea of, a, you know, a gas tax holiday, that then it will stimulate the demand for more gas. And doesn't that put us even further into uh, a recession? Well, it, 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 it's uh, one of these gimmicks that's uh, here today and gone tomorrow. Instead of these uh, uh, politically election-oriented fixes, why not produce more of the stuff so we have a permanent holiday from high gas prices? How about well, that? And then, 365 days a year. All right, Steve Forbes. Steve, it's, it's been great having you on uh, the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Thank you so much for joining us Judge, and sharing you. your expertise. You have a great day.